Welcome to Google Ads Unleashed, the podcast that helps you harness the power of Google Ads to increase sales for your online business. In an ever-changing Google Ads landscape, we uncover the latest strategies, techniques, and best practices for creating effective ad campaigns that deliver real results. And now your host, Jeremy Young. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the last podcast of the year. Christ, I did never, ever think when I started this in, I think it was in May, that we would be 30 episodes in, weekly Google Ads updates, agency updates, just marketing updates. It's honestly a dream come true, and I could not be happier, and I'm really chuffed with um how things have gone in, you know, the last sort of uh, half a year. So I just wanted to say at this stage, thank you very much um, for listening. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you and hearing you in the new year. So just so that you know that there's there's not going to be a uh, podcast um, in uh, obviously on Christmas Day. And I may be undergoing surgery as well at the beginning of January. Ouch. So I will try and pre-record a couple of podcasts so that you can hear to my lovely voice for a couple of uh, more weeks before we restart then in the new year properly. But let's dive right in. So today's podcast, um, today is the 15th of December. So at the time of recording and I'm looking outside it's very cold. I can see frost on top of uh, um, on top of the fence. I can see everyone's got uh, smoke coming out of their houses. It's very warm. Everyone's popping uh, the heating on. And what is also happening is a lot of our brands that we look after are sort of having their delivery cut off, right? So. Uh, Christmas will be a week Sunday, that's Christmas Eve, and then on the Monday will be Christmas. And a lot of brands are sort of starting to wind down now. The general sort of uh, demand is winding down as well, and that's completely normal. It was the same sort of roughly a couple of days last year. And I think this is a perfect time to sort of recap on how um, Q4 went. And little disclaimer... Q4 went well. However, we had, um, frankly, some, you know, um, maybe lower results than in the previous year on certain some accounts. But this is all down to certain factors. And today's podcast is about who the winners were and why they were the winners and who the losers were in uh, this time. Because little uh, disclaimer, this Q4 was the hardest yet. I've done many Q4s in my career, and this one was the most difficult one yet. And I think this is due to a number of fa- uh, factors, right? So I'd say about 95% of our brands were successful, and we've had really, really uh, strong year-on-year growth. Um, just let's have a maybe dive into a couple of niches and, and talk about them. So for instance, we have uh, a client in the travel accessory niche where we've grown since the beginning of October until uh, today at the time of uh, of reading. We've spent 50% more year and year and generating 200% more um, return. Then we've got a client in uh, the uh, print-on-demand niche 
Um, they have grown 20% year on year while spending 5% less. So that was their target to be more profitable this year. And we achieved that and basically knocked it out the park. Then we have a client in the, um, in the jewelry niche, men's jewelry. They've, uh, generated 140% year on year more. So just to put some numbers on this, so the three numbers just now, we're talking, um, over a million pound for the first. And then um, eight hundred fifty thousand euros for the second. The third one, um, we we're talking one hundred fifty thousand euros since the beginning of uh, um, of uh, October. Then um, I just wanted to also show you a whilst I'm pulling up the numbers, I'll talk about one of our clients who is in the furniture niche. They have done extremely well year and year. Um, we have spent um, a tiny little bit less, but we've generated over 1.3 million euros. Uh, we've spent six grand less and we generated 420,000 euros more year on year. So that's been phenomenal growth in that regard. And we've got one client in the, um, in the sort of healthcare niche, healthcare and fitness niche. They've spent... Um, 80% year on year, so they want to be more aggressive, and we've generated 50% more revenue year on year um, with over a quarter million turnover. Then we've got a client in the USA um, who has uh, spent 20% more with us to make 30% more uh, orders year on year. And just since the beginning of October, we've generated over 33 thousand euros uh over thirty three thousand conversions sales so which uh, grossed up to 2.6 million dollars so that's amazing right so some great numbers there um and um but the funny thing about this is that um we're in a recession as well so if you think about it i just alluded to it just now with it being the worst um or the most difficult q4 year year on year i think what has been happening is there's been several um, in influential factors. So first of all, we've got a global recession. So all in all, consumption in the UK has actually um, uh, declined year on year. Um, uh, if you account for inflation during uh, Black, the Black Friday period and the Q4 period. Um, but this is the same across the continent in Germany and the US um, elsewhere. At the same time, we've had exponential growth of e-commerce stores. So, um, you know, advertising space is becoming more scarce. There's more and more stores popping up. There's more people trying to enter markets and the competition has grown. At the same time, I think also the magic of the sort of Q4 of the uh, sort of... Um, waiting for Black Friday to make all the money for the year has sort of fallen off. That's that's not there anymore. So I think a lot of those factors have made it really, really difficult for a lot of clients. And I can tell you all the clients that we look after and all the brands that we look after have one thing in common. And that is what I want to be sort of talking to you about uh, now. And I will also let you know which ones were the losers, okay? So, first of all, um, the winners on the Google front were clearly the ones with the right um, and tested Google-friendly offer. So, all of the clients that we look after who've done tremendously well 
have managed to bundle and to make their offers in such a fashion that they were displayed properly on Google, right? So we have one, uh, well, for instance, we've worked with one brand who've unfortunately used uh, strikeout prices throughout the year all the time. They weren't able to display um, their strikeout prices properly and compared to um, their competitors, the ads didn't look as nice. And for Google, it was a poor ranking factor that they didn't have like an offer on their ads. So as a result, uh, visibility was limited. We still did well, very well year on year, but this was one of the sort of things that um, where we saw that it really helps to understand how do I have to set the accounts up months beforehand to sort of, design an offer that is really helpful for the Google channel. Another thing that we've seen is all the clients which had their offers tested beforehand and who knew that it was going to work and going to generate results. All of them have done very well. So little example, uh, we have one client who um, unfortunately was a little bit, um, um, uh, had had a very set idea about what they're going to be uh, doing for Christmas and what their offer is. Um, and as it turned out, this offer backfired completely because people were absolutely not interested in what they had to offer and what the offer was. We had to now very short term change this, but this sort of just goes to show that the right Google friendly offer, which is tried and tested, worked really well. So we've also been able to push all of those um, partners really well who were able to have some elasticity to their prices so that we can push, uh, like drop, remove ROAS targets and push budgets really hard. Um, it took a lot of daily monitoring, a lot of hard work from the team, especially over Black Friday weekend where we worked until 2 a.m. in the morning sometimes, you know, even intraday uh, pushing budgets on Google and just trying to take um, as much from Q4 as we could and from the Black Friday period. Um, we used all the um, all the tools available to us in order to um, modify our bid strategies. Um, but what it all came down to in the end, and this is what we've seen clearly in the data, is there's one common denominator and that is across all of the brands which did really well in Q4 and that is they did their groundwork. They did all of the sort of, um, they had the right offer and the core difference is they were brands, right? We've, because success over Q4, we've had a couple of clients, right? Um, who sort of did no branding work and had, um, and some of them have actually come to us in October, sort of in preparation for Q4. And as it turns out, we just didn't, you know, um, we weren't able to help them as much as we could because they were just shops, they weren't brands, okay? So they did none of the groundwork over months and months and months by optimizing their titles, optimizing their feeds, uh, gathering the data in the shop. They did no work in terms of, um, you know, generating some sort of buzz around their brand. And all of this made a difference, right? All of the brands that we are working with, which generated those results, which you just heard, 
did all of this. They worked with us for a long time. We prepped the Google Ads accounts. We um, optimized the landing pages. We uh, worked with them on their messaging. Uh, we worked and encouraged them to use more marketing channels, you know, uh, for instance, TikTok, uh, Meta, of course, um, organic social, um, yeah, email marketing, all this sort of stuff. But it's because they just put the effort in, right, in building a proper brand. And why is this making a difference? It's because people, generally people and the consumers prefer brands, especially in times of where now where things are unclear or where people are holding the cash tight to their chest, they might be concerned about who they want to spend with. So they people are looking for quality, people are looking for, you know, um, standards in products. So they, they would rather trust their money with stuff that they know uh, works. So think of products such as Apple, right? If you buy an Apple Watch for 400, 500 quid, you know exactly what the packaging's gonna look like. You know exactly what you're gonna get. You know exactly what it is. But it doesn't even have to be Apple, but all of the brands we work with, for instance, the one print and demand store, which has done really well, is they position themselves really nicely around the gifting niche. So around all of the core gifting holidays, think Mother's Day, think, um, uh, you know, Father's Day, think Valentine's Day, they have positioned themselves well to be the go-to print-on-demand gifting uh, store in order to buy your gifts from. Even throughout the year, we've worked really, really hard to make them the go-to customized canvas, customized poster, customized mug store in Germany. And we've done this through working to understand what people are looking for, what types of gifts they're looking for, even throughout the year, whether it's for specific birthdays, whether it's for anniversary, whether it's for, um, uh, you know, uh, a uh, employee retires, uh, retirement gifts, or like, um, uh, sorry to see you go gift, or get well soon gift, all of these sort of different angles why people are looking for gifts. And we've worked extensively on how uh, their customer journey looks like, what um, even the post-purchase experience looks like, etc., etc. And all of this creates social proof and trust. So it's not only that you can actually see, you know, with Apple, you just know it because it's a massive brand. But with them, you could see it on the website. You could see it in their organic social media. All of this helps not only with your entire store, but with, you know, specifically Google Ads as well, because you generate a lot of social proof by displaying your reviews as well in the ads. Um, people also sort of tend to purchase, um, you know, for more from brands because there's a certain status symbol. Think of Omega or Rolex, for instance. What kind of message do you want to convey when you purchase these certain products, right? So we've worked a lot with one of our clients who sells jewelry on how they position themselves in the market because they have very distinct silver jewelry. So uh, what kind of messages and what kind of... Um, you know, emotions does does that send across. Um, we also um, seen that people sort of, 
you know, tend to buy more if you make an emotional connection with the brand. So, you know, does the landing page speak to the pain points of, of those people? To, or is it, uh, is it unique as well? You know, all of the brands that we work with have original products and are not just simple resellers of certain things, right? Uh, or especially with all the competition that's been popping up in the past years, people are, opening dropship stores left, right, and center, and there's no originality to the products. They only compete on price. And in the end, that leads me to the last point. People are willing to spend more with good brands as a result as well. And also, brands are then able to charge more and then to do better discounts as well because they have a lot more price elasticity on there. So what's the takeaway of all of this? So the winners for us were stores which invested in all of this throughout the year and who invested in weaving this sort of brand experience into every marketing channel. Of course, this is a Google Ads podcast, but this is something that has really sort of proven to um, me that... Google Ads is not just a channel that you will set up and set and forget, but which ties in with your entire marketing strategy. And a really good Google Ads um, marketer should be very well aware of this and should know that in order to make the most out of a brand, you really, as a, you don't just have to be a PPC, you have to be a marketer and work a lot more closely with your clients to develop all of these things and to work on all of these things and to help your clients develop all of these things in order to see a good result with, you know, or the, the marketing that you do. And then you will see those results despite, you know, stagnation in, in the economy, despite people being choosy with where they spend their money, despite all of these other things, you still can sort of do well. And I think nothing has shown this more clear than this Q4. So if you want to be, uh, you know, if this all sounds interesting to you and if you, um, you know, have maybe not seen the the Black Friday and the Q4, which you wanted, and maybe you've, you know, noticed, hmm, I've not really achieved everything that I wanted to achieve, um, especially in the Google Ads sphere, then Maybe it's time for a talk and we can help you set you up and set your store up in the right direction for the next year in order to see growth, in order to develop a brand and in order to get you to the next level for 2024. Maybe take this as a wake-up call and on that note, um, get in touch. Send me an email to jeremy at youngandigital.marketing some add me on LinkedIn, right? Um, maybe get in touch in that way. Send me a message on social media and I'd love to talk to you. I wish you a fantastic Christmas and a happy new year. And thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Google Ads Unleashed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. If you found value in today's podcast, 
Please share it with others and leave a rating and a review. For more information or to connect with Jeremy, check him out online at www.younganddigital.marketing. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.